Hello and welcome to Two Guys One Cup, the show where we review, rate and rank anything that emerges from our cup. I'm Dan and next to me is Joe, who will kick things off. Alright, so this week we are going to go a bit different. So we're not actually delving our deep, deep fingers into the cup this week. What we're going to do, we are going to have a special and it's going to be a special on Comic-Con because both of us did visit Comic-Con, the Showmasters Comic-Con film and comic special at Olympia. Yeah, not to be confused with the San Diego Comic-Con extravaganza. No, but that is actually the one that started it all. So originally it was called the Golden State Comic Book Convention. Originally uh, started in 1970. And it wasn't until around the early 2000s that it really, really kicked off and got big. So I guess uh, my guess is where that's probably a good time of when superhero films really started to kick in. So I'm not talking about the odd one or two where you had like Batman and a a few others in the 90s. This is obviously when like the beginning of the Marvel era and Spider-Man as well Mm. uh, doing their thing. And so, uh, yeah, we went to the one in Olympia, which was, um, it was fun. It was interesting. And, uh, well, let, let's get into it. I mean, what, what, I mean, how would you describe Comic-Con as a, as a thing? Well, so as a thing, so I went in there having not been to a Comic-Con before. And what I was expecting was loads of people dressed up as characters from films, TV, comics, what have you. And... I don't know, apart, apart from that, I'm not sure what else I expected because I wasn't 100% sure what else to expect to do. Well, look, I, I personally, I've, I've been to quite a few. And the thing that kind of, I don't know if you notice it, that hits you straight away. The smell? Yeah, it's the smell. <laughs> yeah. The smell of people ignoring that the fact that they're lactose intolerant. <laughs> and so it's just, you get that, I think guffed is probably a, a good uh, description. It's, mm. it's a bit like hanging out at a uh, computer exchange when the latest Grand Theft Auto comes out. It's just, it's not a pleasant place to be, but you're excited to uh, to, to get what you want out of it. Yeah, I mean, it, the smell, I mean, the, the way I described it when we were there isn't particularly pod-friendly. <laughs> no, which is good, because I think um, for, for for our listeners, it's it's better they can't smell what we smell. <laughs> no. We suffer for, the, for our pods, so I just want you all to know. Yeah, we yeah, smelled so they didn't have to. Podverse. Um, so in terms of what was there, so I, I, I wasn't 100% sure what to expect, apart from guests. I know they have guests there. Mm. But then the other thing that struck me, and quite naively I wasn't necessarily expecting it, was just the other stuff, apart from the guests, would just be stuff for sale. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. That's the best yeah. word for it. And it was just like table after table after table of Funko Pops. Yeah, those from Lego so popular, but I can't believe how popular they are. But yeah. to a ridiculous extent, and they make them of everything now as well, like even like footballers and yes, it is absolutely everything. Everything, very very weird. Um, it's so popular though. I um, assume it's popular because I see it everywhere. I don't know one person that buys them. I don't think. No, well, a lot of people there must be buying them. But I'm not sure. I really saw anyone actually buy anything. No, but there you do. Uh, there are people with bags of stuff. They get to run home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, to their parents' house. <laughs> I was hoping for well, when I'd been to other shows, so like very different, like the Idle Home Exhibition mm-hmm. or like the Dog Show, like a few years ago, you get like bags and bags of like freebies. But That's some cute. of them are quite obvious. The ones you get like at a dog show, you're getting like little things of like food. 
dog food and little packets of dog food or like at the ideal home show you're getting like i don't know like a tissue or something like that (laughs) a new spatula whereas here i don't know what i expected something actually yeah i mean to be fair like i say i've actually been to quite a few this one felt very small i've Hmm. been to it in olympia before and it much much bigger the last time um i went to the olympia one it just this one was just one room like two well a mezzanine floor which didn't have much on it and then the main floor where when i've been to it before all the people getting signatures are actually like two or three floors up and then there's much 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 more things i must say so this felt a bit of a quieter one which i don't know is it might be a winter thing and i've only been in the summer i'm not sure or it might be post covid where they haven't got that much money so okay so normally they put the famous people high up so like scum like us don't just walk past. yeah exactly so you can't just walk past and get your free pictures without Uh, you know because here yeah any riffraff it's funny because before we went we you kind of always ask why do these people go to it as in the guests Mm. and i just try to explain to you like how much money they make from signing things and then not um, some of them. Yeah, no, of course. Well, you say some of them, but even the ones lower down were still making good money for a day's work. <sighs> some of the ones lower down. We come back to we come back yeah. to some of these people. There's one name that I've got in particular. <laughs> he didn't make much money. I reckon he. I, re- I reckon they would have made a few hundred quid each day. I'm not sure he would have. We will come back to who he is in advance. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go on. Um, the one who we definitely know made money was um, the Star Wars guy. Emperor. Emperor. The Emperor was there. Yeah. I mean, he was, I reckon, making around £1,000 every 10 minutes. At, at the very least. So each signature was £95. £95. And then I think you could pay another 95 to have a picture with him. Although I think that bit came later. Yeah, I think that, that was, was later. Off, that was behind the screens. Yeah. And you could get like a diamond package where I think you got like a present as well or something like that. Oh, like yeah. in the throne room there's like a green screen throne room where oh, I think I but so 95 quid each and the queue was just constant, constant. It, no, it didn't die down it was constantly i'd say 15 to 20 people it's actually hard for someone like that to go to lunch or have a break because you it's can see yeah. how much money yeah. You're yeah what i was surprised well i say surprised i probably shouldn't be surprised is how many people were queuing up in front of him and for the others but if we take him as an example with like merch they wanted signing. Yeah. So so you could get a photo, a big, nice, glossy photo. For your 95 quid, you got a big, glossy photo, and you could choose one. There are a few on display. But a lot of people were coming with like their sealed yeah. boxes of like the Emperor from like, oh, this is my one from Attack of the Clones. Can you sign it? They didn't all speak like that. Um, and, they would get, and they would get them signed. And I presume a lot of these things end up on eBay. I assume so. I also think they're part of bigger collections. So, for example, now they have the Emperor, but mm. they may already have Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and whoever else. Yeah, I mean, we did see... So I guess we're getting into some of the guests here, aren't we, really? Mm. So the there was one guy there. I think his name was either David Summer or David Summers. Mm. Who, who had been like a stormtrooper in Star Wars? Yeah, and the picture. So all the other people there doing their photos, uh, doing their signatures, all had a photo of them like in character. So, for example, the Emperor had a picture of him as the Emperor, and there are a few others who had the picture. 
this guy had a generic picture of like all loads of stormtroopers queuing up but queuing yeah. up really didn't, didn't even, even didn't even circle which which he which was which I said to you at the time is he may not even know which one he <laughs> was <laughs> no and then I remember seeing a guy coming up to him with like a stormtrooper helmet with loads of signatures yeah. on it so like you said I think at the time oh, he's just collecting as many as he can but this guy is it, it, it meant nothing like not to you but to the collector world it's probably worth a lot yeah and then the other thing that i found really odd about this was you get your autograph and then they had a stall or a few stalls rather set up specifically so you could then go and get it put in a nice fancy frame yes yes with like so if you're doing the emperor there'd be like a few collage pictures of him mm. in different guises and then you'd fit your autograph and it looks really nice yeah it's a good way of making money you could there's a lot of like you say stuff that you wouldn't yeah. even think of selling but it's all it's all there yeah, but makes so quite a few quid. What was he charging? Well, he was like 15, 20 quid, right? David Summers, yeah. About 15. So, yeah. I reckon he would have made a decent amount of money that day. I saw one person. That that one person with the helmet. That was it. Yeah, but if he has 20 people throughout the day, which is not impossible because it's, what, opens at 9, closes at 6, mm. it's a decent day's work. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I the mean, other guy... The other guy who I'm not sure I saw, maybe we did sing, get signed, was um, Islam Bouakats. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it, when you see these guys that are like, yeah. they have no cue. And what made it worse, that he was next to him. <laughs> he was next to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, his claims, well, I actually looked him up. So he was, his big thing, they always say who they're, what they're known for. Yeah. And his was being in Wednesday. So, you know, the oh, spin up thing. But I looked him up and he was actually in Afterlife as well. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he was a mugger. Yeah, he was a mugger. I'm not sure. I don't even remember that. Who was he in Wednesday? Was he Pugsley? No, 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 no. You have to to go back to IMDb. You have to scroll a bit along the cast um, to get to him. So I felt felt quite bad for him, actually. I still think it would be worth his while. I think Uh, uh, We were there... Four we hours. were there a good few hours. And we were there four hours. I think I saw one person. Yeah, I mean, it's not ideal. But I still reckon he got at least 10 or 15 people throughout that day. It was still a few hundred quid. Yeah, then tax. So he's probably cash in hand, isn't it? Oh, no, yeah. actually, it's not, is it? No, it's no. They... You pay at the there's a desk you yeah, pay. Yeah, you pay for another desk. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's not working out so well. Let's go through a couple of the other guests, though. The uh, the guys from Police Academy, I was quite yep. excited to see. That was fun. So, Lieutenant Harris. Um, you know, he's a big meanie, if anyone remembers uh, Police Academy. He was yeah. the mean... Uh, move it, move it. Yeah, exactly. I always thought, and I don't know why, I always thought he was Bubba Smith. So, when they show the credits and, you know, starring like Steve Gutenberg. Oh, he was Bubba Smith. I always thought, for, for absolutely no reason whatsoever, he looked like a Bubba. Not yeah, Bubba. Uh, Ex American footballer, I believe. Hightower. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Definitely wasn't Lieutenant Harris. No, no and the other one was uh, Lieutenant Proctor, who is instantly recognisable from Police Academy, but I don't think he was in the first one. No, I think that's accurate. I don't think he was in the first one. I think he was in the second or the third one, and kind of people liked it. They were a good little duo. Yeah. <laughs> what what is we can see. What what I found weird was at one point when Lieutenant Harris was being wheeled in a wheelchair to his bit. Mm. And I don't know why, just like seeing a film star 
getting yeah. past was, was quite it's it, it I, I'm very easily starstruck. So to I see these people just sitting there, like, oh, that's Lieutenant Harris. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if you want to, if I'm revealing a bit too much, but I think you got a little smile from uh, Sylvester uh, McCoy. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Very small man. He's very small. Man. What I was expecting, but clearly, he seemed to love it. That's for I was sure. Gonna, that's exactly what I was going to say. He must love it because also I think Doctor Who fans are quite hardcore, very passionate. Yeah, about what they do and. I assume he's regarded as a good Doctor Who, so maybe he gets like quite a lot of. I guess. Love from them. I mean, I assume he doesn't do much work anymore, but I'm guessing he's a people person. Yeah, and because yeah. we saw him do one of these. I mean, we didn't watch the talk, but he was doing a talk because they do have these. Uh, mm. Would you call them lectures? I don't know, like Q and uh, Yeah, yeah, Q and A. That's better than a lecture. And uh, he just seemed to be in his element. Yeah, he, he was like comparing. He was like walking around with the yeah, mic. Yeah, it's very strange, but it was um, good for him. Like you know, so, just... yeah, I got a little smile, which was a bit weird getting smile from because we sort of made eye contact. Yeah, and I had a say, all right, I had a moment. Yeah, we locked eyes. He smiled Definitely. at me. I went all weak at the knees. <laughs> <laughs> um, and who was it? Derek Jacoby was there from Gladiator, amongst other things. Yep, absolutely yep. instantly recognizable. And Livia Cook from um, House of the Dragon, and a few other things. The... Yeah, I mean, there were a few. Again, like I say, it's quite small because I've been to other Comic Cons. There's way more and, and larger names, but I always find it fun to see the names of the. So, for example, the guy that played um, the killer, Jason Verhees, um from friday the 13th the first one now this is going to be a bit of a spoiler for anyone watching uh or it, that hasn't seen friday the 13th it's like 50 years old yeah i mean it's from the 80s i think early 80s maybe late 70s but mm-hmm. either way so the film actually what people don't realize is jason isn't the killer in the first one it's mm. actually jason's mother like a reverse psycho yeah, and it's very good. Like I do recommend the film for that reason because you don't expect it. You don't know who's doing all the killing. And then at the very, very end, you have like a jump scare, which they used to do in these films a lot at the very, very end. So if you remember Friday the 13th, sorry, not Friday the 13th. Um, Carrie, wasn't it? Carrie and mm. uh, Freddy. Mm. Nightmare, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, that's it. They kind of have a nice thing. So this had that. And basically his entire thing was him jumping out of the water and killing someone. And that was it. And so after doing that, job for life, doing Comic-Con. Mm, mm, when I say mm. that, I guess, like, as it says, it didn't start until, didn't start getting big until the 2000s. So I don't know what he did before that, but he must have been like, oh my God, like after the year 2000, when these people started getting the call, must have been amazing. Actually, on that note, I assume, like, because you said it started off in early 70s. Yeah. That was even before Star Wars. So I presume it was mostly comics. Like it was literally yeah, it was comic comics, comics. And I reckon it was very heavy sci-fi. I like Star Trek. This, so the Golden State Comic Book Convention did turn into the San Diego Comic Con. Uh, okay. And the San Diego Comic Con is huge. I've never been mm. to it. Um, but that is the cathedral where my people are at. Um, and I'd like to one day, maybe one day when, when the pod really starts kicking off, we do a, we do a special, maybe a live. Well, in fact, what we should do is do a live podcast where we actually get a table and we just podcast there. Oh, get the various guests in. I mean, obviously we'd have to, 
you know talk about payment and things like that for the other guests but you know when, when we're that big we'll cross that bridge yeah yeah well when we're that big it shouldn't we shouldn't really have to pay anyone because obviously the rub of just being on our podcast is payment <laughs> but the we'll exposure yeah yeah exactly i mean we're just on a, a slight side note we're actually worldwide now mm. so uh, big up to the uh, to the listener in belgium yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hope you're enjoying your chocolate and beer and whatever else. Yeah. What, they, what they, else are they doing? Chocolate in chocolate in, in Belgium. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, hungry. Um, I don't really know much about Belgium, to be honest. Yeah, chocolate beer. Um, and that's it, really. Mm. I think that's it to mm. sum Belgium up as an entire mm. nation and history. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else. There goes our listener. Let's <laughs> 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 not mention it. Yeah, let's not mention the Congo for history fans. Anyway, yeah, well, um, we're getting too much into factual things. So, right. so well, anyway, um, if you do have any Belgium ideas, uh, hit us up on X at two G one C Pod, and we will reply. And don't forget to give us things to other things to review. But kind of going back to Comic Con, it like the merchandise there. Do you know who I think should set up a store there that wasn't? Now, it's an artist from quite a long long time ago, but he seems to be doing quite well. And I've bought a couple of his pieces and I'm going to give him a shout out as well. But Jim will paint it. You heard of Jim will paint it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I think yeah. he'll do a great, great job. Yes. I think, I think he would clear up with his T-shirts because he does T-shirts. And so basically to, to let the listeners know what Jim will paint it is. Now, please do look him up. I think he's on all the social medias. But a guy called Jim... And he uses Microsoft Paint, if anyone remembers that, to create these images. And they're all like old school things. And what you can actually do is you can, similar to this pod, you can write in and he will try and uh, do that picture that you ask for. So I've got a couple of his, which is one is the 80s and one is the 90s. So he's just got loads of different characters. But I tell you, there's one that I absolutely loved. And I might buy it as a T-shirt. Anyone, any any wrestling fans out there will know the uh, the tag team guys called Legion of Doom, Hawk and Animal. Great tag team, and they are having a fight with the guys from Bottom, so uh, Rick Mann and Aid Edmondson. Yeah, right. And I think that would work so well as a T-shirt in um, in Comic Con. So, for example, you, this time you didn't, but you often get wrestlers actually at Comic Cons. I've I've seen a few in my time. Alberto Del Rio, one that I can remember. Um, can't think of any any others to be perfectly honest, but Buff Bagwell, he was another. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. recall Buff Bagwell. He was a WCW guy. Long, long, long um, time. On the subject of bottom, mm. do you know what it was originally going to be called? Fun fact. Oh, go on. It was originally going to be called Your Bottom. Oh. The sole purpose, school kids could go into school the next day and say, oh, I saw your bottom on TV last night. <laughs> and right there is British sense of humour. Yeah, love it. That's Love how it works. Yeah. And do you know what? Do you know what Eddie Hitler's uh, middle name is? Aid Edmonton's character. I've forgotten. I did know. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay. After the Queen. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's much rhyme or reason, but excellent stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. The, the, there were three. There were three. Um. What's the word? I guess like superstar guests as well, who we didn't mm. get to see because they were. Behind they were them. too big to be um... to be have the have scum like us cast yeah. on them. Yeah, absolutely. They were hidden behind screens the whole time. So, one was uh, Kit Harrington. Yep, who played Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. 
The other one was Karen Gillum, who I think sort of made her break actually in Doctor Who, but is best known uh, for being Nebula in um, uh, Marvel films. I think she was in Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji as well. And uh, Paul Bettany, who is Vision in the Marvel films. Mm -hmm. He's been in loads of stuff, like he's in Da Vinci Code. Well, I think you're missing one, one person that we didn't get to see. I assume it was counted as a special. Well, he was on a different day. Yeah, he was on a different day, wasn't he? Oh, was he not on the same day as us? No, no, no. He was the... We went on the Sunday. He was on the Saturday. Ah, they ain't got time to do both days. No, I mean, that would have been amazing to meet him. Just to hear him, to be honest. (laughs) It was booming. Yes. I've I've heard him many a time on various things, not in real life. And I'd love to hear that voice because it's so loud. It's so so loud and exciting. I don't know if anyone remembers Father Ted, but it reminds me of uh, when they got locked in the uh, women's unmentionables department <laughs> and they had a man with a very boring, dull voice and they had a man with an incredibly exciting voice. And that is basically how I see Brian Blessed. Yeah. He's, oh, a, he's, uh, he's oh, I think he's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he's mad. He's absolutely mad. Yeah. <laughs> mad as a box of frogs. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the cues to see these three were yeah, they were great, and they're all charging. I think they're all charging over a hundred quid. Yeah, it's, it's mad, money. It's mad, just mad money. crazy money, absolutely mm. crazy. Fair play, though. I would, oh, uh, I would be, I would be taking full advantage myself. Genuinely, like people, you do make their day. Like people love it. Mm. So I just think, well, it's, it's a two-way thing, and both parties actually end up very happy. I do think, I must admit, I can't, I can't think of anyone I would pay very much money for what for an autograph yeah oh i think if the emperor had been like 20 25 would you pay a lot of money is what i'm saying not money a lot of money no no because i didn't pay i wouldn't pay 95 quid but would you pay 95 quid for your favorite ever actor or your who who would you define as like one of your heroes ian beale Ian Bill, would you pay yeah. <laughs> Ian Bill? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't think. I just don't think I would. What about a photo? Say again. What about a photo? Not an autograph. A photo. No, no. I do have a photo with someone from a. Um, the wife got me as a present. <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking to that story. Yeah. Um, but animal from going back to a oh, yeah from Legion of Doom. So it's me and animal. And that was quite fun, but I don't think I'd spend like a hundred quid on anyone. No, I don't. I mean, do you think these people, particularly those three big ones, so Carrington, Carrington, and Paul Bettany, when they're out and about, or like at a film premiere or something, people must ask them for autographs. So, do you think they, do you think they give them, or do you think they think, oh, hang on, people normally paying a hundred? Um, actually, it's it's a bit, it's a bit in between, because I've I've heard of some celebrities. They do not ever give out autographs and they only do the autograph thing for charity. Mm. Also, the more autographs you give out, the less your autograph itself is worth. I mean, I think a lot of football clubs now stop people queuing up outside like the training ground because they a lot of, they, they realise that a lot of people that are doing this are actually doing it just to sell them on. They're not actually yeah. doing it because they want yeah, you, you see that a lot. So, yeah, or they make it out to a name rather than just a generic signature. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, just leave the name blank. I'll fill that in. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's the most famous signature you've got? Autograph, rather. 
What, in my life? Mm. I mean, I've never paid for an autograph. Like, for example, no, I know like separate. Um, I think it might be, <laughs> it might genuinely be Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch. <laughs> yeah. And so this was before Peter Crouch was really in anybody. Mm. And so I went to the Tottenham training. They, I don't know. I was very young. And my friend, who incidentally, um, well, I'm not friends with anymore, but actually, it's a very strange reference, but this person worked at these comic cons. And what his oh, job okay, was, yeah. was with every person giving an autograph, they effectively mm. have a little helper that works for the organization. So in this case, show yeah. masters, I guess to get them drinks and to stop them being incredibly bored. I don't know, charge their phone. I don't know. But he did that. But anyway, this person... Uh, found out that where Tottenham's training ground was, which I hmm. think at the time was Prince Edward's playing field. Was it? Time. Yeah, no. I think it was all... in Chase Lodge in Mill Hill. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was Mill Hill. Um, it's amazing, like, how different Premiership football is. Yeah. And we went, and it turned out to just be the reserves of mm. Tottenham, which was a bit of a shame. But there were a few first-teamers. And Peter Crouch, I don't think, actually was a first-teamer. So I don't know if you remember, without getting too too heavy on the sport, but he, he actually left Tottenham and came back years mm. later. But there was other players like Justin Edinburgh. He was there. Oh, yeah. Um, got their signature. And that, I, I think Peter Crouch or maybe a Disney character from when I went to Disney World two years ago. <laughs> quite, a, quite a bleak selection. It's a strange one, but I, th- I, never, I never really, even as a kid, got that into autographs. But how about yourself? Uh, oh, well, my most famous one is Pele. Oh, you got Pele? Got Pele. And got a couple of others like Ian Wright. Oh, yeah. How did and you get these? Uh, Ian Wright was opening a phone shop in Pinner one day when I was walking home <laughs> from school. Pele, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, his dad somehow found out that there was like a, a new like luxury flat development being opened in Harrow. I'm really sure it's very luxurious. And Pele was going to be there, like opening it up. So what? we went and Pele was there. So weird. And Pele was there and I met him, got his autograph. There's a video of it somewhere. So random. Very, very weird. The kind of uh, job that these kind of celebrities do that you don't really hear about is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like a lot of comedians do like the whole like corporate yeah, they do gigs. these corporate gigs where they get like shipped out to Dubai to do. I because I listen to a lot of podcasts with various comedians, and they always hate it. They always yeah. say how much they hate it. Yeah. They always say it's stupid because the people there are not your audience. No, they don't no. really care about whatever. But it's just the money's too good to turn down. That's crazy money, I think. So, yeah. um, the final guest to give a mention to, and what reminded me of her is because you were talking about, you know, Sylvester McCoy doing his um, mm. little show, was Deanna Troy from Star mm. Trek. And the reason I mentioned her, she had, she had quite a few people getting an autograph, is we walked by where she was doing her, yeah. <laughs> her her talk, I guess, and all we could hear was basically it sounded like the rant of a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. So she was kicking off about Mark Zuckerberg she doesn't use anything that he owns, so she doesn't use Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. Yeah, it was very strange. Very strange. And it felt like it was going down a bit of a dark rabbit hole. Yeah, but, oh, unfortunately, we carried on walking. It was but, quite funny. Um, 
So, so quite a lot of guests, some quite some quite good guests. Yeah. And then, um, so the merch. So we've kind of touched yeah, on a bit of it. Um, it really bit, is anything and everything, isn't it? Yeah. Well, a lot of, as we said before, a lot of Funko Pops. Yeah, but quite a lot of Lego. A lot of old school toys. A lot of old school toys, and one of the things that I really took with me was, um, well, not literally, obviously, but was a star wars toy i think it was darth vader in its mm. original packaging four and a half grand yeah it's a lot of money what i don't get is how because that star wars i think i correct me if I'm wrong star wars was the film that really started the whole merch thing like yeah. spin-off toys and stuff like that what on earth compelled someone at that point to think i'm not going to open that i'm going to keep it sealed because it might also had, be had i got that as a kid it's getting ripped open straight well, away. Well, I mean, I may have had that as a kid. Fact is, there's a lot of the mm. toys that were quite expensive that I definitely had as a kid, but mm. probably just either put in a bin or given to to Jumble or a, a garage sale or something like mm. that. Um, mm. I don't know. But there, there can be a few reasons. There's one, some kids just do it. They just like to collect. They don't want to break it or anything. Um, but also, like, if you owned a shop that had loads of these things and it was just in yeah. the back, I don't know. There's so many. Th- it's the same with comics themselves. Like you know, they used to do these special editions that go for so much money. Yeah. They don't go for the same amount of money anymore when they do a special edition now because everyone, everyone is wise to it. Well, yeah. So that's what I was going to say. So these old Star Wars ones go for like thousands, and thousands. Toys that come out now for stuff. Let's say there's new. Well, there's there's a new Star Wars series. So I assume there was like a range of toys that came out there. I assume in like 30, 40 years, they're not going to be worth much. No, they're not going to be worth what they were. I mean, on um, I hear with Star Trek, Patrick Patrick Stewart, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he apparently had in his contract that for everything with his face on it, he has to approve. Oh, which right. I think makes sense. But the way that he would approve it is they would send it to him. Yeah. So he said he has a bunker somewhere in America. That is just full of him. <laughs> so not just like toys, but it must be like plates and cups and just, t-shirts. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Full of everything. And he might actually be quite clever in like passing this down over the years to his family. Mm. Because, you know, Patrick Stewart, you know, heavy hitter in that world, mm. he, you know, that could be worth quite a few mil. Yeah. Um, I'm as a, as a, I just don't understand who is going to a comic con going, yeah, I've got four and a half grand to spend on a, on that. I'll buy it. Well, I guess a hardcore collector. Yes, yeah, so I mean, much. It's a lot of money to be shelling out somewhere like that. So there was, there was loads of Funko Pops. There was a lot of Lego. There was a lot of... So on the mezzanine floor that you mentioned before, a lot of... Um, it was all like books. Well, actually, no, sorry, that's not true. Half of it was books. and mm. there was, It was more like, I guess, female literature. Like, Yeah, they definitely yeah, seems female literature. literature. And not in that kind of, um, well, maybe it is, but the kind of Fifty Shades of Grey type female literature. No, it's definitely more like... It's like a lot of teenage girls that seemed excited about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did, I have to admit, like I did say to you at the time, like, let's get out of this section. I feel like, <laughs> I feel just wrong being... <laughs> I'm not with my people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, quite a lot of candles on the stalls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then on the other side of the mezzanine, there was uh, it was like Artist Alley. 
Yeah, artist comic, original comics and things like yeah, that. Yeah, so people like, well, the artists who had created yeah. stuff. And it was quite hard in some cases to work out what their offering was. Like in some cases yeah, they were offering, agreed. you could was, like, um... you could commission something. But otherwise, they weren't really seem to be doing Yeah, the commission anything. thing, I've actually, there didn't seem to be much of it this time. But often you'll get a lot of um, people um, doing things that you commission. You, Whether it's like, draw me as a zombie. And they'll be like, okay, come back in five minutes or something like that. Or they'll just draw it in front of you. A bit like the guys in Leicester Square, I, I think. You know, they do the caricatures. But we, um, what we did, uh, I did it for my wedding, is we actually properly commissioned a picture of myself and my wife. And it was great. Like, we were very happy with it. In fact, we've got it framed downstairs somewhere. Um, and, you know, we sent a few back and forths. And it was good. It was really, really quite a fun thing to, to have. As a, We used it as our thank you card. Mm. Just mm. To, so you know. So you can get... I was kind of hoping to use it as uh, the picture... For, uh, for our podcast, but there weren't really enough there. So there wasn't really much there. So we, oh, we had to go with a different route. As you can probably all see, we are in front of the Doctor Who uh, phone box. Phone oh. box. Oh, my God. You're, you're going to get abuse. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, our Twitter account, our X account is going to go into, uh, is going to meltdown. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> um, yeah, because you can get a few... Um, different scenes there was the TARDIS there was a Emperor Throne Room and there was um, the Game of Thrones Game of Thrones one yeah um, do you know what TARDIS stands for? Um, I have no idea time, <laughs> time and relative dimension in space I do think it's got one of the best theme tunes that there is it's amazing the Doctor Who theme tune I've got, I've got a lot of love for that theme tune it got released as a single as well didn't it? I think so but that, I don't think that was the actual I think it was like a like we a hard, created hard by one lady, and you know, this was what would it be the 70s, 60s, 60s. And yeah. so, if you think about all those extra sounds and sound effects and things like that, it's very, very impressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that does have to be mentioned in this place was the food. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we didn't eat any of it. <laughs> if that well, the one place, yeah, the one place we went to, the option was burger and chips. It was literally burger. That was chips. it. That was, was it. I think and it's like a vegetarian vegan. option, which I assume was a bun and chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we yeah we went we went elsewhere. Five guys. Yeah. We we left uh, we left the building, but they let us back in, which was nice. yeah, which was nice then. Um, but food and, in these places are never really great. No, I can imagine. I mean, the thing is, normally they've got a captive audience because you can't just leave and come back. Yeah. But, but I, I assume a lot of people must have done the same. Um, I was quite surprised by just going back to the stuff they sold, how many actual comics were being sold. Mm. Quite a lot. Yeah. They were quite a lot. And I know it's Comic Con, but I, I, I just assume comics aren't really a thing anymore. Oh, they're very, very naive of me. People love to collect. Yeah. It's like that's the place where people collect things. Um, and also, you get things like original comics that. Um, so you have the artist or the creator of the comic book selling their version and people just buy them regardless because if that comic book really does kick off or that artist kicks off, you have one of the originals and probably signed by the artists themselves. And so it mm. can go up in value very substantially. Yeah. I mean, I remember at school, at primary school, these we had a, a special assembly 
and these people came in basically trying to hawk their wares, which was yeah. a, a new comic that they'd released. So obviously people had the Beano in the dandy back in those days. Oh yeah. But they released a new one. And you had stuff like you remember Zit and like not Viz obviously, but like Zit. There were a couple of other horrible ones like that. And these people came in like with this one, like gave it out to everyone. So yeah, yeah, you know, get your parents to subscribe to it so you get it every week. It was crap. I don't think anyone ever did. Anyway, worst, worst anecdote ever. <laughs> yeah, Added to the list. Um, I'll tell you one thing I'm going to have to give immense credit for with Comic-Con. It was actually, um, it was the 11th of November, which is Remembrance Day. Mm. And they did a two-minute silence, which I thought was very, very well respected. It was impeccably observed, apart from them not turning down like one of the screens. Yeah, one of the screens you could hear going off. But it wasn't just that people went quiet. Everyone stopped. Everyone stopped. Yeah, it was. I was. I was impressed. Actually, I was yeah. very impressed with that. So, whatever happens, well done, Comic Con showmasters for a very respectful thing, which I, I I was very impressed with. That it was quite. It was quite interesting to see everyone stop for yeah. like two and a half minutes, something like that. Also, just quite weird, and maybe this brings us nicely into our cosplay section. Hmm. When you see someone like, <laughs> yeah. when you see someone dressed up as like Luke Skywalker with the Yoda on their back. Solemnly bowing there, yeah. it's, it's a little bit surreal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bit strange to see, um, you know, some guy dressed as uh, Brian Blessed, uh, <laughs> <laughs> respecting the uh, the ones that have given the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> so, fair play, they all did, and like you know, doing what they love. So I'm not, I don't, I don't like to take the view of the kind of the bullying point of view of like, oh, these guys. We saw quite a few like families. Which were all dressed up, which I just think, oh, it's quite cute, really. Like yeah. it's a nice little family thing, and they they will have it forever. The kids like loved it; they were they were really happy with it. So yeah. you can you can crap on these guys all you want, but I think these are happy people, and I just think fair play to you guys. Oh, it's it's all harmless. I this was the thing I was most fascinated going into it, or fascinated by, sorry, going into it. And can you remember the first cosplay we saw on the way? What that was. The first, oh yes, it was um, it was Bane. It was Bane. Yeah, on and the he looked, Bane on a train. <laughs> yeah, Bane on a train. And he looked, he looked so convincing. I had to ask you about three times. Who do you think he's trying to be? <laughs> come on, come on! It's not hard. Who's he I trying mean, it was to be? Literally a like mask. a mask, and that was it. Yeah, he was just in normal civilian clothes. Yeah, normal clothes, but had a. And the reason why I say soft mask because obviously the mask itself in the films looked like very solid, hard mask. And this just looked like, I don't know, it was just made out of material. Like, so, like you could squash it and put it in your pocket. Yeah, it basically looked like a COVID mask. Like a coloured COVID mask. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> it could indeed have been. But there were some, there were some amazing ones. Oh, there were some very good ones. And there were some, some less good ones. The one, well... Maybe we're coming to Breaking Bad because I've got a bit of a question on Breaking Bad itself. Mm. Well, first of all, we saw someone very well, someone dressed very well. As, 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 yeah, I thought he was excellent, but he was so good that he could walk down the street and just people would think he was a normal person. Yeah. But if you knew Breaking Bad, you'd look at him going, wow, he looks so much like that guy, but surely that's not what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the world of Comic Con, you're like, okay, he's dressed up as that. He was on his own as well. Yeah. With anyone. 
Yeah, so yeah. He was just walking around. So I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure he was dressed up as someone, but he had to have been. Oh, so much like him. What I was surprised, speaking of Breaking Bad, then was how relatively big Breaking Bad was. There, like we saw quite. A f- we saw him obviously dressed yeah. up, and we saw a few things for sale, like a couple of like stat. When I say statue, I mean like probably twelve yeah. inches high for like. 1500 quid each oh, 12 inches is huge we all know that <laughs> yeah that's um, not that um but i was surprised like, why, why breaking bad because it's not like a fantasy thing it's not a. You know, there's certain programs that seem to just blow up at comic-con and breaking bad is clearly clearly one of them but breaking bad is also quite old now like why why is no one there dressed as like tony Dave, david or yeah tony soprano or david from knight rider it's true. I would have actually thought. I bet you, if you went to San Diego, one there would be Davids from Knight Rider because I would have thought Knight Rider would be right up there. I would have thought so, but I suppose having said that, you just like a bloke in a eighties leather jacket, unless you dress up as a kit. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. People dress up as Transformers. Why not dress up? Uh, as... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was, yeah, I was surprised with Breaking Bad. I don't, I don't, know, I don't really get it. There, yeah. These there's certain things that just really jump onto the Comic-Con universe. I don't know why and I don't know how. And Breaking Bad certainly was one of... It's, it was very popular. Um, then we had, as you mentioned before, someone dressed up as Brian Blessed from his Flash Gordon days. Yeah, he, he was there with his son, which I thought was just cute. It was just funny to see this guy and, like, he really did dress up. He, like, he went for it for the um, for that Brian Blessed. He... Yeah, he did. His son was quite young. His son was probably like seven or eight, I'd say. Dressed up as like, I think, a Pokemon thing. Yeah. But you certainly, the what I took away from that was at some point when he's a bit older, his mates are going to find out his dad dresses like <laughs> Absolutely. And, and he's going to get absolutely rinsed. Or he's going to own it. Yes. That, be, yeah. You know, here's, a little, here's a little message to that little boy right now, if you're listening to this, which I hope you're not, if I'm honest. But own it. If you own these things, you'll become very, very successful and no one will touch you. That's that's yeah. my that's my advice. Just own it. You did it, own it. Yeah. So yeah. you didn't do it anyway. Good, good message. Yeah, absolutely. Very good message there. The, uh, um, Skywalker that had a Yoda, you mentioned him before, on his back, which yeah. was quite funny because I thought he was topless when I first saw him because his, his shirt <laughs> yeah. was like yeah. it. Yeah, it was very flesh-like. <laughs> um, but it's quite funny. That was That was quite a good one. Um, um, there was there's a guy. So we had our picture taken with someone dressed as Chewbacca. Someone dressed as a generic baddie from Star Wars, not yeah. Stormtrooper, but someone from like one of the Imperial Star Destroyers. And someone dressed as George Lucas. Yes, who actually looked quite. He probably wasn't fat enough. No, actually, the beard and the yeah, shirt, yeah. way his dress was was yeah. actually really good. Um, sign. What did the sign say? Greedo Ooh. shot first. Yeah, yeah. For all those Star Wars heads out there. Yeah, um, and he did. He did shoot first originally, um, but I think when it comes to like cosplay, I think we and we mentioned this before in our in our pre pod chat. Mm. We're, we're discounting those ones that are like professionals. So yeah, so Chewbacca was a Chewbacca suit. Like it was because you can rent these things out. Yeah. So these companies go there. There was probably about three of them, mm. and they're, they're, I mean to be fair, their suits are excellent, but. You know, there's, there's no fun. So the Brian Blessed guy, he's he was on his own. He did his own thing. Yeah. The the thing I found so strange about the uh, Brian Cranston one was the fact that he was on his own 
just walking around. Yeah. He wasn't like a lot of the people dressed up, like taking pictures with people. But this is why I say, like, he's just walking around, not trying to get any attention. It's quite strange. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was actually just him. It's fancy coming Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, he's so, hiding, hiding in plain sight. There's um, one of them was uh, one of the groups was the Essex cosplayers. The Essex cosplayers. Yeah, and I'm on their on their website now. There's a lot of stormtroopers. Yeah, a lot of Darth Vader. Oh, here we go. Hey, look. Oh yes. Oh, so they do have it. Yoda. So just just for the uh, just for the listeners, he did show me a picture of uh, the uh, Luke Skywalker with Yoda on your back. Oh, yeah, good point. There's no, but most of the most of them that I'm looking at are full suits. There's an R2D2. Oh, that's can't There's be an old Luke Skywalker, but yeah, most of them. Uh, Doctor Strange, he doesn't look like Doctor Strange. I mean, there was a guy. I don't want to sound too disrespectful, but there was a guy that was um, in an electric wheelchair. That um, I don't. I can't remember what character it would have been, but he was from that film. He's uh, he was Star Lord from uh, Guardians. Star Lord, that was it. Yeah. And so he was. I mean, to be fair, he probably had the best music in the building because he was just listening to he was just soundtrack, soundtrack from uh, Galaxy <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but he was dressed up. He made quite an effort. So again, it's you know, it's it's fun for everyone. I must say, but it was it was well done. And there there were a couple that. We saw them a few times where we had literally no idea what they were dressed as. So yeah, there were a few. There was someone with a mushroom, can't remember them, like yeah, a mushroom, mushroom hat. And there were two people. I mean, we put it down to because I don't think either of us have ever been into anime or manga or anything mm. like that. Mm. Um, Dan's probably into a bit of hentai, but that's another thing. Um, but <laughs> yeah, indeed, tentacle. he loves the tentacle. But anyway. Um, yeah, we just didn't didn't know who half of these characters were, and some looked like they were quite expensive costumes. Others, maybe not so much. Mm. I mean, we saw two political heavyweights, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one was better than the other, I would say. Yeah. So, which was quite nice for me, I thought, because it was the uh, Boris Johnson rule Britannia to Britain that I mm. think won that war. The other was Donald Trump, and I th- I just I didn't rate the Donald Trump. Didn't put the effort in. The Donald Trump one, I thought, was awful. Yeah, the eyebrows look silly. Eyebrows are crap. The hair look crap. He just, he was. I get the orange is a caricature, but it looks stupid. It just looks stupid. Yeah, it was silly, and I, I feel it's not that hard to do a good Trump. No, the Boris Johnson guy also did a very good impression of Boris Johnson. So maybe yeah. he card and he would go to you know you have these people that do meet and greets. Mm. He was he was really good. I thought. He was good. Sounded like him, looked like him, acted like him. Had the bus, you know, NHS. Yeah, the NHS bus. Uh, fun fact. Fun fact about that. Can you remember uh, a while ago while he was prime minister, a whole thing came out about someone asked him, "What do you like to do in your spare time?" He said, oh, "I like to paint toy buses." I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember it. I have to admit. Uh, so apparently, the reason he said that was because it's all about SEO. So before that, if you typed in Boris Johnson bus, it would have come up with the whole, you know, Brexit thing. Oh, we're taking NHS, we're taking, giving a bit three hundred fifty million back to the NHS, everything that was on the side of the bus. But because this story about in his spare time he likes to paint buses and everything, that gets in loads of news articles and that gets bumped. So if you were to go into Google after that and type in Boris Johnson bus, that would come up rather than the Brexit thing. Algorithms are what keeps the world spinning at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, clever stuff, clever stuff. But he was. He was really good, I think. Yeah, he was, he was, very, very he was one of the one of the best ones, actually. I thought. Yeah, um, 
he he lived his character. And what I didn't notice, funnily enough, I say funnily enough, the people we the the heavyweights we went didn't see, so Kit Harrington, Karen Gillan, and Paul Bettany. I think I only saw one person dressed up as one of them. I saw someone dressed up as Vision for Marvel. I think that was it. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I don't know. They, they were very, very popular to get signatures, but maybe their characters are not that popular to dress up as. Yeah, is that a step too far going to meet your hero dressed as them? It's a bit weird. Uh, I mean, I certainly think people do do that. <laughs> it would have been good if someone dressed up as one of the guys from Police Academy. Or as uh, Islam Buakats from yeah. uh, Wednesday and uh, Afterlife. <laughs> no, there were people dressed up as Police Academy. We saw two people dressed up as American. Oh, did we? Yeah. I've completely forgot. Yeah, lots of Hellraiser fans as well. That was the other thing. Yeah, Hellraiser is a good uh, cosplay, isn't it? You can. Uh, yeah, there were. Well, I didn't, they didn't see that, that many people dressed up, but there were lots of people. Can you remember there was a. Was it Hellraiser? I'm sure it's Hellraiser. Yeah, Hellraiser. And there, there was a long queue of people basically with stuff to get signed. They yeah, like they had like a double Hellraiser. <laughs> they had two people that were two different yeah, Hellraiser yeah. characters next to each other, and they were pretty popular. Yeah. It's got yeah. to be said. I was, I was but, quite surprised. But I think it's time to, uh, to kind of give our summary and score. Yes. So, summary, I enjoyed it. I found it yep. weird. I thought there'd be more stuff to do and see. Well, I'd like us to me. go again, maybe in the summer, maybe to the other one that um, does Excel. Yeah. And, um, and see how it, you know, we'll do another special on it and see how that kind of, kind of uh, compares. But yeah. it did, it feel, felt a lot smaller than when I previously got. Yeah. I've probably gone to about three, four, something like that. Mm. Mm. So it so, did feel a lot smaller, but it was, you know, the atmosphere was nice. It, and also yeah. one thing I will say is that having gone to the Olympia one, when maybe I went at the absolute height, but my God, when it came to it being busy, like I'd never seen anything like it. It was crushing. Oh. So, you know, you go up and down the stairs mm. where it was so like you couldn't move. There were people going up and down both ways and you couldn't move. And on that floor for the mezzanine, they had to, I think because it was so popular, put like a temporary staircase there. Oh, wow. So it wasn't there when, when we were there, but when I had previously gone, yeah, they had this huge stairway of uh, just to kind of allow more people to move around. Oh, right. Kind of yeah. filter people in different ways. Yeah, no, this was this wasn't crowded. It was quite a nice, it was a nice. Yeah, it was, it was nice to be able to... Yeah, it was nice to be able to like walk past all the like guests and go, oh, that's the guy from Police Academy. Oh, <laughs> guy from Hellraiser. Don't know who that is. Look him up on IMDb. Yeah. It was a bit of that. But it was nice. It was a nice day. It's certainly a recommend day out to people to just kind of kill, kill some time, have a mm. nice day out, see a few weird things. I didn't actually think there were too much merchandise, really. Like, it wasn't very. Usually you have huge t shirt, just exclusive mm. t shirt stands. And you had a few T-shirt things, but not much. Oh, one thing we haven't mentioned is the uh, the lightsaber stands. A few of them for like what, hundred and fifty quid for a lightsaber? Hundred and fifty? No, more than that. How much is that? Well, one was I saw one that had started with a four. Ooh, yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, people, and they were popular. Like there were definitely really people popular. like going to them and yeah. opening up. Oh, one thing I do, I do want to mention. I forgot to. I thought was very funny, is when we were going in to Comic Con. You obviously have security checks sad times that we live in but people cosplay 
And so seeing a security guard <laughs> making sure that a silly plastic sword is just a silly plastic <laughs> yeah, sword, yeah. I thought was very funny. And I just, it made me think of like the kind of things that these guys have to check. Like for yeah. example, did he, did the security have to check that Yoda didn't like the guy that had Yoda on his back? Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. So I thought that was a, a little funny, <laughs> funny note to mention. But like always, we're going to have to give it a score out of uh, out of ten cups. Well, so I'm going to let you go first. Eh? I'm going to give it a seven. A seven. That's a high score. It is, but I. It was I, nice. I, I it was enjoyed it. I I did enjoy it. Um, it could have been bigger. Yeah. Um, but I I was. Re- I genuinely was starstruck, like seeing the emperor, just like walking past. Oh, there he yeah, is! Yeah, and like funny. all these other things, that, you know, like police academy. Well, like, you did have a moment w- with uh, the doctor, and who... well, I'll never forget me and Sylvester McCoy. That's probably that's probably worth two points. That's, right that's there. What, yeah, yeah, indeed. I never had that moment. I just I saw the moment, and I kind of figured, oh, maybe if I just put my head in front of yours, I'd also get one. But nah, I don't think my... it would be quite as smooth. No, you're just my wingman. That's fine. But okay, so seven sevens are actually a very good score. I mm, think. Mm. I think you're a generous scorer and I'm slightly more stingy on my scores. But you know what? I'm going to give it six and a half. And one of those points, I think, is exclusively just for the minute silence because I was so impressed with that. But mm. I think six and a half. It was um, it was fun, but they've definitely done better. So hopefully we can go again. Ah, but then had you never... It's an impossible question, but had you... Yeah, because you've never one? been. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. But um, no, I still think six and a half is a good score for yeah. going like anything under five, in my opinion, is a boring day out and boring mm. is the worst thing in the world. Mm. I was never bored. I enjoyed it. It was nice. It was, um, mm. you know, it was constantly stuff to do. Did a lot of walking just up and down, up and down. <laughs> but it was, um, yeah, it was fine. It was a nice atmosphere. and I'd, I'd certainly do it again. So Showmasters uh, Comic Con, I think uh, I think you did a good job. And yeah. May your business continue to thrive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so don't forget, as ever, give us suggestions on our X feed. I think that's what they call it now mm-hmm. at 2G1C pod. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next time with a, well, we don't know yet because we haven't taken out the cup, but we will do that on Twitter at some point. All right. Take it easy. Cheerio.